0: Camacho here, this is Kicking It With CAMACHO! Can I just start off this episode with saying thank you for the people that uh, watch, thank you to the Patreon members, let's give them a shout out real quick Shamari Linton, Zach Robles, QQ, Erica P, Erica Kim, Sue Chin Reshma, Amy, Love Angelus, Erica, Polly, Amorous, Thanks for signing up. Thanks for uh giving me your cold hard cash. Your cold hard cash. I wanted to say this real quick. I did a community poll on my um my YouTube. I asked if um if you guys would want two podcasts a week. And a resounding 53% said yes and an outstanding... Just just as resounding, forty-seven percent said, "Meh." Woo! And we got how many votes? Seventeen votes. So about half, half the people were like, "We're good on your your fucking your uh your rant fest, buddy." All right, who gives a shit? Um, kind of hurts. I was kind of I was kind of putting that poll up to just confirm the fact that uh I should do two a week. Um, uh, but uh. Seeing as half of the people on my YouTube, or, you know, half the, at least the engaged audience on my YouTube channel, uh, want nothing more to do with me, um, we're gonna hold off, you know? Who are we kidding? We're about 20 episodes into this experiment, Is Kicking It With Camacho solo cast, uh, um, just filming and, do- oh shit, I forgot to turn on my lights. Oh shit, sorry guys. Sorry, this is, this is why half the people in the world... Don't want an extra podcast because I, I'm not even, my equipment isn't even isn't on yet. Good God. All right. Is that better? Can you see the paleness better? Can you see my peach fuzz better? Anyways, so yeah, half the people said uh, they're good on an extra podcast, so we're just going to keep doing one a week and um, if we can, uh, I'll do another poll in a few months, you know. I'm still learning how to do this. I'm still learning. To get comfortable, just just yapping on and on and on, and um, I'm also still, um, you know, I I will fully uh, be the first to admit um, I started doing my solo cast right, you know, when my breakup started. So you haven't been getting an exactly jovial, fun version of me. So um, just keep sticking with me. I appreciate the people that are that are listening, and um, you know, things are getting better every day, and um, yeah, hopefully this uh, this will be a more jovial. A little bit more to your liking at some point. Um, That is so fascinating, though. Half the people were like, fuck you and your extra podcast. I guess they're on there for stand-up content, which is, that makes me happy, because that's really the stuff I really care about. Um, So, yeah, what's going on with me, 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 me? Um, When you're watching this, I'll have just finished up doing shows in Washington, D.C., I've gotten uh, one or two messages about people that are coming out, which is, uh, hopefully it was a good weekend. Uh, This weekend I'm going to be in St. Pete Beach, Florida, St. Petersburg Beach, Florida, Uh, play the Sunshine City Comedy Club. Please get your tickets, December 8th and 9th, it's going to be a fun time, I got my boy Farzan, (laughs) opening for me, Um, and then, um, I forgot who's hosting I don't think I have my own host. just just the uh, feature act. So yeah, I hope you guys are doing well, man. What's going on with me? The holidays are coming, people are getting their Christmas trees. I think this year I'm going to get my, uh, I'm going to get a Christmas tree, you know? I, uh, Shivani and I were that couple that we used to have a Christmas tree, and uh, it was like a fake tree that was like fucked up, dude, like it had like one leg falling off and we were just both so lazy, we never, we were the couple that had the Christmas tree up to like... April of the following year, you know? We just never... Dude, I think there was one year, legitimately, we had the Christmas tree up. And we also, like, uh, we had, like, um, for New Year's, we had those, like, whatever, 2021 or 2022 sunglasses. We just put them on the tree, right? Because I think we had people over for, the, for New Year's. So we had all these, like, uh, glasses, These as part of these, like, party favors were given out. And there was one year we literally had the tree up until, like, the next year, um, so, like, it was, like, turning 2023, 20, and then we still had, like, 2022 20, sunglasses on the fucking tree, and the tree was still up, so, yeah, this year, I, I'm thinking about getting my own, uh, my own Christmas tree to put in my apartment, I, 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 it's so crazy, man, I'm such a sucker for that bullshit, I'm such a sucker for holiday, I'm such a sucker for, like, and that's one thing Shivani and I, um, didn't really, were incompatible with, like, Shivani could give less of a shit about the holidays. Like, she used to, like, w- like, you know, she was like, uh, she'd like work on the holidays. She wouldn't go home to see her family on the holidays. And like, I don't know, man, I-, I just have this thing in me where it's like, I didn't have that like, lovey-dovey Christmas. Your fucking, you know, classic Thanksgiving where like, everyone gets around, eats, you know, one drunk uncle that's talking shit, you know, like, my, my, my Christmas and Thanksgivings were really fucking awful, to be honest, you know, like, like, when I was growing up, it was a lot of like, I would go to my Chinese side, then I would go to also my Puerto Rican side, and the, and the, and it it was like, I don't know, there was something magical about it, you know, We, we traveled to New York City where my Puerto Rican family lived, we'd bring gifts, I, I, you know, I didn't see my cousins forever, it was just fun, and then... My parents had some huge argument one one year, like, legitimately to the point where, like, we were about to leave to go to New York to see my Puerto Rican side of the family, and my mom and dad were arguing. I think my mom, it got to the point where my mom was like, well, you should have, like, yelling at my dad, like, you should have just married a Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican girl or something, you know? My dad was just like, you know, you know my dad. I tell you about it, he's, he's just, you know, humbug, brr. And then we just went without my mom to uh, Christmas in New York. My mom didn't come. Like, they got into that big of an argument where my mom just decided not to come, which, now that I think about it, that's a little fucked up, you know, like, like, I, I, I get it if you don't have a kid, you know, but if you have a kid, you can't just not, you can't just bail, you know, that's such like a fucking college couple thing to do, right? You have some fucking argument And then you, like, go, I'm not coming to your families. Fuck you, you know? But when you have a kid, like, just the example that sets, you know? But, yeah, like, so there was that one year, this is when I was, like, eight or nine. My mom just, uh, they got into an argument. My mom didn't go. And I never went to my Puerto Rican side of the family for the holidays ever again. And then after that, it was literally just Chinese side, and the Chinese side... Of my family uh, lives in Edison, New Jersey. Also, like we have um, cousins and uh, my uncles and stuff, my aunts all live in Edison. Like my whole Chinese side of the family, the ones that have immigrated from uh, overseas, kind of like they all set up, like you know, they all got their own houses in, in uh, Edison, New Jersey. So. We just would go five minutes away for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, just all Chinese side. And then my dad, you know, my dad just, uh, my dad is just not that guy, you know, he's not like a guy, like he's just not that kind of dude that's just going to be like, you know, we got to fix the family. He just, just, he just gave up. So we just, uh, went to my Chinese side for like the next rest, for the rest of my life for the holidays. And you know, I hate, I hate, the stereotypes are just, just true, you know, like, Chinese people are just quiet people, so, like, literally, I would go to these Thanksgivings and these Christmases, and, like, no one would talk, it would just be, like, everyone would be eating in silence, you know, right, and, like, I'm a big football guy, right, and then, like, on Thanksgiving, they would always, you know, there would always be NFL games, Christmas, there was always NFL games, and, like, no one gave a shit about football. Dude, there wasn't even turkey for a good amount of time at these, uh, Ch- I think there was one Chinese Thanksgiving I went to where they did fucking hot pot, you know? So literally, I'm go. I'm having the least Thanksgiving, like legitimate American Thanksgiving experience every year, right? With quiet, you know, Chinese side of the family. Not talking to anyone, you know? You know, and then you start doing, you know, I, I remember like two, it's just like, You know, like, I would have all these problems growing up. Like, I was, like, smoking weed for a little bit. And then my mom would tell my fucking aunt that I was smoking weed. And my aunt would try to, like, you know, backdoor parent me. You know, like, oh, so you're smoking weed, huh? Mm, Mmm, that's illegal. And then my mom, you know, my mom told her, like, you know, he won't listen to me. Maybe if you, if you, that shit fucking bothers me, man. You know? I don't know. That's why I'm all, that's, that's why this is all a weird, (coughs) Background story to say, that's why I like, I still have this desire to like, on Thanksgiving, to bake a turkey, you know, to like mix stuffing and then shove it in that turkey's ass, you know, like, I want and I want to get drunk with a relative, you know, I want to fucking have the itis and just watch football and drink and and, you know, I want to do all the stereotypical things on the holidays for Christmas. I want to do this, what's that thing, hidden elf, gay elf, what's it called when you fucking elf on a shelf or whatever, right? I want to put stuff in stockings, I want to fall under a mistletoe with an ugly person and have to kiss them. I want to do all this stuff, you know? I want to set up Christmas decorations outside with the lights, you know, fall off a fucking ladder and then almost break my fucking, my spine, you know? Oh, close call, holidays, am I right? Yeah, I I just have all those desires because I never had that kind of like Christmas Christmasy vibe growing up, you know. I have that I have that desire. It's so wild to me that she, uh, I, I I gotta stop talking about her, but it's like it's so wild that she that's just why. Like I think that's probably one of the small microcosms, small micro dicks of why we didn't work out. You know, she just didn't value a lot of those. Uh, Family things, and I was just you know, I had this this desire to just be uh, a hack, you know, like a like a like a like a Christmas movie. Like, dude, I remember like, like I would be like, "You want to watch some Christmas movies?" And she'd be like, "Fuck you, what do you know? <laughs> Those are gay." <laughs> um, so funny. Like our like our gender roles were reversed in our relationship. I was like the chick, you know. Let's bake a turkey. Let's go apple picking. Let's watch it. Let's watch a holiday movie. And she, she's just like, "Shut up, shut up, pussy." Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, the next person I date will be more into that kind of shit. You know, I really want to date someone that's like gonna annoy me. You know, with the holiday shit, but they're like gonna force me to do it, right? Like, I, I, I want to be my old curmudgeon-y self, my comedian mind self, where I'm always pessimistic. I'm always making fun of shit. You know, anytime I go to some friends event, or, or some social event, right, the, the person who's just, like, over-the-top happy, or, like, you know, like, a social, you know, hey, gang, let's, let's cheers, you know, like, hey, gang, let's, uh, so happy to, let's, let's play Pictionary, and, then, uh, you know, in my mind, I'm just like, ugh, fuck, fuck you, <laughs> you know, you fucking, shut up, I want to be that guy, but I want to date someone that's going to, like, drag me, into those things, you know, because I still want to feel like a normal person, right? I want to feel that fucking part of society shit in a in a, in a, in a way, you know. I just haven't had that in my life, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Christmas is coming up. Um, I gotta be honest, man. Can I tell you guys what I did for Thanksgiving? Can I tell you? Um, for Thanksgiving, I didn't I didn't see any family. I just I just stayed in my apartment and. Um, I had Shivani's uh, uh, had, I had cats, I was watching them, and literally I just, uh, I watched football, I ordered from my favorite Chinese takeout place, and I just did my last supper slash Thanksgiving dinner with my two flur- fl- flurry cats, and um, as you guys may or may not know, I have been watching my ex-girlfriend's cats, um, one of them that was uh, mine, but I had uh, I forfeited to her. Um, I lost custody of, of both of them, even though one was hers, one was mine. Anyways, so, um, I had them over here for a couple weeks, and it was a lot of, it was great, um, definitely like a, you know, closure situation, and, uh, I just, you know, you know, my mom and my family, my Chinese side of the family, obviously, was like, come, come to Edison, New Jersey for dinner, and I just decided not to, I decided to spend, um, My last... uh, I I just wanted to spend as much time as I could with the cats before I had to get them back to Shivani because knowing her, she doesn't go on many vacations. So um, I'm not going to get a chance uh, to see them again because, you know, I guess we have this weird agreement where it's like if she goes on vacation, she'll leave the cats with me. But realistically, it's like I know she works hard. She doesn't go on a lot of vacations. So I probably will never see the cats again. And also, like, you know, we're both going to move on from the relationship at some point. So I just figure, like, you know, the further, the more time has passed, the least, uh, the less, um, she'll probably find someone else to take care of them, is what I'm saying, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was kind of my last time. So the cats are gone. I gave them back to her. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a bummer, but it was nice to have them here. I have a picture. I took a picture of them. I put them on my wall here, and um, I look at it sometimes because, uh, you know, makes me uh, reminisce a bit. But anyways, so uh, what can we talk about this week? Um, thank you for coming out to anyone that came out to my show in New York City. I just did at uh one-on-one. It was a uh, great turnout. Uh, we had about 22 tickets sold, which um, they may not sound very impressive. I don't know, but uh, we had... 14 last time. The first show we had 14, now we had 22. So we went up and uh, this show was uh, way better than the last show. Uh, the first show was kind of a mess. Uh, we were doing it at a new venue that didn't know what the fuck was going on. It just wasn't set up right. It was an awkward show. This one was a little awkward too, but it, it was actually, you know, you know, it was set up right, sound system, chairs. Uh, it, was, it was way smoother and I had a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to anyone that came out. Um, you know what I realize about the people that come see me do stand up? They are—they're very tough on my on uh, on the people on the other people in the show. Like even when I had my special taping, right? I had a host, I had a feature, right? And then they both like—I don't want to say they bombed. That's not the right. That's not nice. But like, you could tell it's like they're up there, and then everyone in the crowd is just kind of like, who the fuck are these people? You know? Oh. Uh, I guess there's other people on the show. Where's James? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And then just like, like they're laughing, but not really giving it up. And then the moment I set stage, it's like, woo, yeah, it's here, you know? It's funny because like, I've opened for people like that, where it's like, everyone comes out to see them from whatever TikTok following they have or whatever following they have. And like, if you're opening for them, like they literally could not give a shit about what I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm up there doing my best material, and they're like, just bring out the fucking TikToker, what do you do? who is this, why is this here, you know, <laughs> so it's like, even the, the, the mixed, uh, the mixed months, oh god, I thought the fuck I don't want. um, the fresh mudblood shows I do, my, my New York City headline shows, even those shows, I just feel like um my you know, the people that open for me will go up and then the room will just be like, Why do you just bring James out? Why is this guy up here? Which is kinda of flattering, but it's also like, Come on people, like you know be a little nicer. I guess people it's what that's the weird thing about comedy now, it's just like I think now with the internet, like internet I don't know, quote unquote sensations, um, there's more people getting booked at clubs that are kinda of known for are 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 famous or get a following or fan base from not stand-up particularly, that's not the case. Because, like, I think the point I'm trying to make is, like, now you get a lot more people that come out to see someone specifically, right? Like, from the internet. Like, that's usually most shows. But they're coming to see that one person. And sometimes it may not necessarily be from stand-up clips. It could just be from whatever viral video they do, you know? So you do have a lot of people that are like necessarily would have never come to a comedy club if they hadn't heard about this person they're coming to see, you know? So it's like back in the day, I feel like a lot of clubs used to just have like comedians that would uh, be known for their HBO special or Letterman, right? And then everyone would come see them because they saw their special. But then now, but then, you know, you would have people that did like Soap operas or like movie stars are also comedians and people would come out to see that person, right? They come, up, they come out to see them. But uh, those people like, you know, they don't really, they would never be at the comedy club. It, was, it wasn't for that, you know. Did I just repeat myself? I literally just said this twice. Anyways, what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make is like now most clubs every weekend they have someone that's, you know, kind of, you know, got a big following on the internet. So you have a lot of people, I think you have more people coming to comedy clubs now that aren't just, like, comedy fans or just, like, whatever, James Camacho fans or, like, Kevin Hart fans, for example. You know, you don't have a lot of people coming out for the art of comedy. I think most of those people actually come out to, like, showcase clubs, like the the comic strip or the comedy cellar. So, yeah, it's just interesting. It's just, like, you know... It's weird, because, like, my strategy with this show is, like, I wanted to book people before me to have them do time and get discovered. And then it's just the more... Like it's like I had like three or four comics go on before me the last show and like as people are just like dying up there, <laughs> like maybe next time we just have one or two you know let's just uh, we don't we don't need this right now but anyways thank you for coming out we are um, in the works for setting up a new the next few dates um, we'll post about it obviously when it comes out um, yeah so uh, what's what else is going on with me um, I have a big secret. That I want to say, but I can't... I, I just don't want to say it right now. So, um, I'll mention it on the Patreon. So, if you're signed up for the Patreon, um, you'll find out the... Ba- I'm just not ready to reveal it to the public yet, if that makes sense. The Patreon, there's eight people that sign up that can have access to this stuff. So, it's like, I, I, I want to save it for that. And also, I'm just not ready for it to be for public consumption, what I'm about to say. Um, so, I should probably find out something else to talk about. Is this not recording? Oh my god, this is not recording at all. Shit! Ah, oh, damn it! It happened, it didn't record anything. Oh, no! So, I just found out, um, like a buffoon... Like a B minus student that my mom hates, I never hit record on the on the on the audio recorder, and um, the shit I just recorded. Literally, I was just speaking into a fucking dead dead mic. I shouldn't hit the mic when when it's recording. Now it's gonna make all weird noises. But um, yeah, so <laughs> I just decided fucking I'm such a loser. Um, I I just decided that um, I'm gonna do another full podcast because i mean my apartment in new york city so there's just you know people are just dying every four seconds you know outside of my apartment like there's ambulance is going by there's angry new yorkers driving by so i'm gonna just do another uh i'm gonna just yell for another 20 and then this week we'll just have two we'll have a version where you can't hear a fucking word i'm saying probably and then we'll have a version where you can hear me uh picture perfect great um, oh, boy, man. It's so funny because right, as, right before I was recording today, I just was thinking about, like, I started recording on my iPhone. I'm like, let me just have a backup version just in case. Um, and then I never even hit the original record button. Oh, I'm such a cocksucking loser. Um, I want to talk about this. So I just posted a stand-up clip on Instagram. And I put it on this. Uh, I collaborated with a comedy club that I played a couple weeks ago and apparently this club i don't know they canceled the comedian for some israel palestine reason i don't i don't know i don't know and i i refuse to find out what happened because i i have decided with my life and my time i am not going to pay attention to the shit that goes on the internet you know i'm fucking done all right I'm done reading your dumb comments. I'm done reading your positive comments. I am done reading the fucking hate fest on X and Twitter. I'm fucking done with it. All right. So now I literally I go on, I post, I fucking take my phone and I do a fucking Ichiro Suzuki 387 foot laser to home base. I get it the fuck out of my sight, you know. And then I go and 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 touch cats or whatever I do with my write jokes like a like a comedian, right? <laughs> So I post these f- i post this video of just me on stage um it, 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 it's just like uh i'm like i'm doing this bit i'm trying- i have this whole chunk about uh p c culture how it's like stupid and uh oh man, I have so much i wanna say right now. are we recording good all right, you guys are gonna finally get this um but uh basically i go like it's ridiculous when people like uh, oh it's like when you say black." When you say trans, when you say gay, like at a comedy club, like on stage, people like their buttholes clench. Right. And I was just kind of making fun of that whole reaction. It's just like we're at a comedy club. Relax, people like it's going to be fine. You know, I'm a professional. I got it. But then. uh, Apparently, this club canceled the comedian's weekend because some Israel-Palestine conflict, like I said, I I, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't care. Okay, And. People were just commenting, "Free Palestine, Free Palestine, Free Palestine." Oh, so this comedian can say black trans? Good, but no, Free Palestine, Free. I, I'm, I'm just like, it, it, it's just like, it just made me so upset because, um, you just ruined my fucking post, dude. Like, I po, I do you know how much time I spent editing this and like all this stuff, right? And then for you to just go on there and just fucking like just just. Just say your fucking opinion on my post. It has nothing to do with Israel Palestine. It's not like I made a joke about it. It's just like they just decide- Like that shit really annoys the fuck out of me, you know. And I, like I said, it's like I refuse to fucking even ask what's going on because I don't want to look like I'm taking a side on anything. You know whose side I'm on? My fucking side. All right. If I post something and like, th- and, and this isn't just with this 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 war. All right. Like I posted something the other day. And this fucking piece of shit just commented like, uh, 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 I lost weight, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like all these ads on my fucking video because my videos get a lot of views. So they're just like, oh, let me pull It's like – like, this is why I understand – I understand why Kanye West or Yi, whatever the fuck his name is now, um, where is a fucking – mask everywhere he goes like have you seen Kanye West he goes out he's got like a fucking turban on right he's got like rags over his eyes with his face and just one eye is coming out right you ever see that or he's got literally just he'll have like a like a party city fucking mask on like a like a crazy looking mask on right I get why he does it because you know if people see him in public they take a photo and then they fucking sell that photo for a million dollars right or they see him taking a photo with uh with it, with a, a, I don't know, with Chick Fil A, and like, oh, he, 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 hates the gays. Kanye West hates the gays. Million dollars, sell that to a news outlet. It's just like, it's just like, fuck off, dude. It's just like, it's just so gross. This is why I'm done with fucking checking social media. It's just like every time you go on there, it's just fucking gross. Anyways, so I post this fucking thing, and um, it's just a It's a me. Doing comedy and people just want to spe- just make it all political in the comments. I just like it's just like oh my fucking god, dude. It's like why are you fucking fucking with me? You know. But yeah, I can't stand the fucking. Uh, I can't stand. Um, I can't stand the com I, I I posted something else the other day where this lady comments like, um, it was the same video actually, right? I go so in the video I go you know if you go black people go woo if you go trans people go. ooh. If you go like, you know, and it's it's ridiculous, like it's it's like this is the society we live in. You just say things and people clam up, you know, and it's just like, relax. Um, You don't know if I'm going to say something positive or negative. Like you always people just assume negative. It's just ridiculous. Like, do you see how negative our minds are? And some lady commented on my thing like you should just uh, like like abandon. Like, what was it like? Abandon this. Take this out of your skit. And this is someone who like claims to be a fan like you know they comment on things but i just want to just i really really would like to fucking see her write that comment and slap her fucking phone out of her hand it's just like i i don't this is this you are you are the reason why i say these things on stage it's just like she write she was like this is too uh much of a risk like take it out of your skit one if you call a comedian's uh if you call what I'm doing a skit, you obviously don't respect what I do, all right? You probably just think I'm cute. You probably just think I'm some fuck. Like, you you, you know, you want to fuck me, and i like, fuck you, all right? It, I, I'm doing an art form. It's a fucking act. It's hard. Not a skit, all right? A skit. That's what fucking second graders do, you know? Hey, put together a skit. We'll do it in between class, you know? that. Fuck you. And then she writes, um... Take it out. Take it out. What am I? what do you want me to do up there? Talk about Barney? Just just talk what like do oh I, I, I guarantee you I know what she wants me to do. I'm Chinese and Puerto Rican and just make that my whole fucking act, you know? My mom is Chinese and she gave me you know, if I got a bad grade, she would kick my teeth in, and my dad's Puerto Rican. So, you know, he uh he stabbed people. Like that's is that what you want me to do? You know? Like, it's too much of a risk. It's like, what do you do for her? She probably has some fucking nine-to-five job that no one gives a shit about, you know? Too much of a risk. I can't stand that. It's like, no risk. Don't. don't like, it's comedy. Like, oh, God. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, the people, like, if she came to see me at a show and she saw other comedians telling jokes, like, you know, she would probably have been fucking, like, she wouldn't believe it. She She wouldn't laugh at anything, you know? That's why it's so funny, like this whole Matt, like we talked about last week, but the Matt Rife thing, it's like he makes a domestic violence joke. I don't know what the joke is, all right? I don't know if it's funny or not. I didn't see it, all right? I refuse, I refuse to fucking see it. I just know it's like this guy is a comedian, right? Comedians touch on these kind of, they touch everything, all right? They touch kids, they touch the, (laughs) I'm just kidding, but like, and then everyone's like, oh, oh, cancel him, piece of shit, oh, and it's like, you it's because you just know him from doing crowd work clips. You know, the funny thing, too, is like now you see all these people tweeting about him. Right. Being like, ah, oh, he's he looks like a fucking duck. He looks like shit. He looks like it's like shut the fuck up, dude. It's like it's gotten to that point now where you're just like you're literally lying about logic. Matt Rife is as a as a straight guy. I'm barely straight, but as a straight guy, he's a fucking gorgeous dude. He he looks his face is gorgeous. He's got a fucking a 10 pack, right? This guy's gorgeous, right? And for you now it's at the point where people are just reaching for straws. Oh, he's he's disgusting looking. He looks weird. It's just like, come on, dude. Like just be fucking real, all right? Um 10 minutes ago before all the stuff everyone was saying he's the fucking most gorgeous thing in the world. And now he makes a joke and now he's now he's like a now he's a, a, a ugly, you know? <laughs> It's like that R. Kelly shit. It's just like, you know, oh, his music is awesome. Then you hear the horrible shit he does. His music's trash. It's like, which one is it? The songs haven't changed. Matt Rice's body has not changed, all right? So anyways, oh, God, I can't fucking stand the internet. I can't stand it. I'm done. I'm done. I just schedule all my shit out in advance now. I don't look at anything. It's toxic, dude. Every fucking thing is toxic. Everything is just like stupid you know and like every movement you do like every movement you do on your phone like if you go on Instagram or Twitter like they just monitor every every um everything you do like every swipe every every time you like hold uh you look at something they time everything so it's like that's how they decide which uh posts go viral like if you open up Instagram and there's something you look at, and you look at it for one minute, they monitor that you looked at that thing for one minute. So they know every, like everything you're doing, it's registering, you know? They probably have some fucking file on everyone, on every fucking page, every, every swipe, every, everything that they do, you know, just in a folder, in a folder. Like, you know your history tab on your, on your um, computer, right? When you open up, you see every website. They have that for every movement you do on social media. It's fucking disgusting, so I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I, I just uh, – I'm really just uh, – I'm trying to, like uh, – I got to admit, man, I had a social media addiction, you know? I, I – I for – and it probably hurt my relationship, honestly, you know, because a lot of the stuff that we would argue – like, it wasn't that we'd argue about it. It would be like I would let it affect me personally, right? Like, if I posted something, it didn't get the amount of likes I wanted, I'd be all grumpy and shitty and this and this fucking not pleasurable to be around, you know? And it's like, uh, I just like, you know, now I'm starting to finally just like detach from it where it's just like this, this is bullshit. This is like, it's just like it has nothing to do with if you're if 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 what you're posting is is good or bad. It's just about how long people are staying on there how long you can keep people on there for so they can make, you know, make sell more, sell more ad space. And uh, man, just like the comments, like everyone is just fucking negative, right? Everyone's just, just, just saying hateful shit. And it's just like, that's why, I don't know. It's it just poisoning your mind, everything. So I'm really just trying to fucking um, go on there. I don't even go on there anymore. I schedule post, and then, um, you know, I go on there Every once in a while if I have to check my DMs because uh sometimes I, I I book stuff like that. But um yeah, it's just it's just fucking wild, man. You know. Um all right, let's talk about something positive. Can we talk about something something positive? Um yeah, I uh I have anything positive to say. James, you got anything positive? Anything positive? I'm so mad that fucking pocket. That first, it was what did I even talk about? On that thing. You know it's positive? The Giants are winning games right now. And it's funny because I listen to all these sport radio shows. They're like, uh, they want the Giants to lose. And it, 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 it's like, I, I get all the reasons why the Giants should lose. If they lose, they get a better draft pick, right? They can get a, a better player. But it's like, I I don't know how you can be a fan of a team and want them to lose. It just, it just makes that, so just don't watch, you know? Cause if they win, you get bummed out. Like how are you gonna watch the team and root for them to lose? That that makes no fucking sense. You know? That's like if you were raising a kid that you didn't give a shit about. Like you wouldn't watch them go like go from this from your house to the school bus. Like you wouldn't take you just wouldn't care, right? If you wanted them to not succeed. So I don't understand I just don't understand the logic of all these people that are like, oh, like, um, tank, you know, get a better draft. It's like, I, uh, I don't know. It, it It's just fucking wild to me, you know? Maybe I'm just sad. Maybe I'm sad. It's just like, I sit here and I know the Giants are terrible, but then every week it's just like, like, you know, like if they win, even though, like, I know they're not going to make the playoffs, I know it's not going anywhere. I know they're not, they, it, I don't know why. It's just for that one goddamn moment when they win. I know it just makes me feel fucking good, you know. Um, that's not really positive either, huh? Talking about the Giants. Hmm. You know, what I realized I've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> I really got nothing to talk about. There's like nothing. I got something I could talk. Oh, fuck, I can't. I don't. I don't want to talk about it because. Um, I can't publicly, I don't want to publicly say it yet. Um, Can we talk about, um, I don't know. Oh boy. What's going on in the news? Retire. All right, I'm on X right now. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I got nothing, dude. This is the worst podcast. I blew my load on that first thing I recorded. I really got nothing. All right, I guess I'll just say it. I'll say the thing because it's like, it's on the front of my mind. I don't want to announce it because of uh, stupid reasons, but I'll mention it a little bit. Um, I did, I did get, I, I actually, uh, finally got my own cats. Um, and cats, plural, I got two. They are somewhere around here. I literally got them yesterday. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did it. I got, I got, uh, I've been talking about it for a while. I had, uh, my, you know, my, my ex-girlfriend's cats here and it just made me realize that Cause, dude, when I didn't have the cats here, it's so crazy. Dude, I gotta be honest. Like these la- like so, uh, the breakup was about in July. Then I did um the special taping, so it's been about what do we call it? August, September, October, November. So we're on f- four months now. December. So almost five months of breakup, right? And it's so crazy. Like it's really, f- it's really felt like a dream kind of when I look back on everything, but. Though the time I did not have cats in this, you know, in my new apartment, I was so miserable, man. I was so depressed. I was, like, really bummed out. And then when I had the two cats, my old cats here for the couple weeks, um, I was still not totally on the other side. Like, I wasn't elated. I wasn't, like, fixed. Like, I wasn't, like, out of depression. But I felt way, way better, you know? And I think it was just like I I like a, I had something to come home to. I had something to take care of. I had something that like like you know, looked at me to like 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 you know, needed me. And it really just kinda solidified the fact that like I wanted to get my own cats and I gave them back to her and um I came home back to an empty house and I got mid man, I just broke down, like I really was I was just crying and I had a tough time. You know, I knew what I got myself into. Like, I knew I wasn't going to keep them forever, you know. But it just, uh, it made me realize, like, that's that's what's missing in my life. I guess, like, a purpose to come home, you know. It's weird because my whole purpose before was stand-up, right? Stand-up comedy. Being the best comedian I can, getting on stage, this, that. I really do feel confident, so confident in my, in my comedy capabilities now, you know. It's like, I feel like I'm a good comedian. I feel like I'm getting good. And I feel like um, I'm only going to get better, right? And I can headline. I can do whatever. So in a weird way, it's like when you become complacent. Not complacent. That's not the right Like I self-drive. But like I feel secure in that. And back before, you know, the cats and before my, my girlfriend, it's like I wasn't totally secure in how I was as a comedian. You know, I still had a lot of doubt you know, and like, you know, my ex gave me a lot of doubt in myself, but now with kind of that certainty, you know, it's just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I write jokes. I perform them. I'm funny. And if I just keep going and I keep getting better, I keep improving, um, things are going to work out for me. I really believe that. Right. And if they don't, I fucking, you know, try it out as hard as I could. And I will, I will, I will be able to sleep at night, you know? So with that kind of like safety and that kind of feeling of like confidence, I think it opened my life up to like wanting another purpose. And that purpose is to be a father, essentially like take care of something, you know, like my whole life was like, I was looking forward to, to, to like trying to be a good comedian. And now that I fact, like I feel like I am one and like, obviously I still have desire to do more. Um, Man, I have a really bad habit of repeating myself over and over again, just in different ways, you know? Anyways, so I realized that what's missing in my life is um, something else, you know? And I got, I got my own cats. Um, Second day, first day home, really, I got them about 24 hours, literally, they were not here 20 hours ago. 24 hours ago, I was driving up to Connecticut to get them, and... I I uh I would bring them out, but right now, as constituted, they're still like a bit like uh, weirded out by the the adjustment. Like they're still like really shy. They're like dude, they're like literally this big. They're like the cat is so cute? Like this big. Um, and um, to be honest, they're fucking terrified of me. Like every time I go go up to them, they like run away. But it's so cute because they're brothers. Like they grew up like they were born together, like in the same litter. So it's like, dude, they literally, like, are inseparable. Like, they're always, like, next to each other, touching. It's, like, it's like really cute. And um, once they're a little more acclimated and feel a little more comfortable, I don't want to be that fucking, like, uh, bad guy. Just, like, you know, can you imagine being a little tiny cat, right? You're ripped away from your home, right? You're, you're Like, it was five cats in this litter. So you lose three brothers, and you're just in this new environment. And this fucking giant Chinese-Puerto Rican monsters every every second is like, come play with me. Come, 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 you know. So I'm trying not to overwhelm them. <laughs> Man, that will be terrifying, just a Chinese-Puerto Rican. Um, we're just grabbing you. So I'm trying not to uh, overwhelm them. I'm trying to gain their trust by being cool. And when they're a little bit cooler, I will uh, show them to you guys. Um, on camera, you know. So, sorry, I did not. Uh I, I'm sorry for that fucking horrific horrific podcasting earlier where I just fucking you know it's it's uh I try to really be the most um authentic self I can on this thing. that's the whole purpose of it, right you know I got my social media where you can see me hide behind jokes you know and and, and, and uh polished acts on stage. this is supposed to be where you can see the real me. And I was really, I just didn't want to say I got the cats yet because um, I just, I, I actually don't, I don't want my ex knowing. But um, honestly, if you made it this far into the podcast, you probably, you know, she's not making it, this, she, she doesn't listen to anything I do. So if you guys made it this far, um, just keep it to yourself if you can, all right? I won't even mention it under the description or anything. But yeah, I got, I got my own cats. Very excited. I am a father. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this journey, man. I'm excited to just do something that's not just for me. You know, comedians lead the most selfish lifestyle. You know, we just, we, we, we're on our own time. You know, we, we have to like, uh, we can't make plans and commit. We, we can't commit to anything because, like, you know, schedules are always changing, right? and it's such a me thing too is like we're on stage talking about ourselves no one else is helping us and i've just gotten to a point in my life now where i do want to take care of something someone else something else and you know i just want to i have a i just I, I i said earlier i don't know if i said in on the on the on the fucked up audio version i mentioned like i want to be have that lifestyle of being like in a family love you know that just like poster card holiday card stereotypical cheesy you know family kind of thing and um yeah so all right this was you know if there was ever more proof that half the people should not want another podcast it's it's this this episode I just did now. Ironically, we have uh, we did two because the first one fucked up. But, um, yeah, guys, I, I appreciate you listening. Um, thank you. Um, Washington, D.C. Oh, shit, that was last weekend. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I'm going to lose so many listeners after this. Um, St. Petersburg, Florida this weekend. I think I have a good amount of people that uh, sign up for my email list in Tampa. I will send out um, an email blast. Hopefully, you guys come. And then after this weekend, I'm going to be just doing showcase spots in the city. I will have new tour dates for 2024 coming. I'll announce those. Um, I think we have some in the book already. I think we have, like, uh, Ohio, uh, Washington State, um, Oregon, and um, more to come. We have Dallas. No, McKinney, Texas also. All right, I'm just babbling on. But, uh, yeah, uh, keep uh, – thank you for so much for listening. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll do a bonus for 10 more minutes, and then uh, that'll be it. Zaitse adios.